1: Visit burna.com slash jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount.
2: It is
1: the Jesse Kelly show. Let's have some fun on a Monday. And it is going to be a Monday for the ages, if I may say. That's probably one too much rhyming for an opening and probably a little too melodramatic. (laughs) But it is going to be uh, quite a show. Here's what's in store for you. One, it's Medal of Honor Monday, of course. We have an amazing Medal of Honor citation coming up for you about one hour from now. That's a given. That's that's, that's a given on a Monday. Two, eh, about 45 minutes from now, we have somebody coming on the show by the name of Frank Siller. His brother, Stephen, a hero, a New York firefighter, gave his life on 9-11. And we're going to hear not only Stephen's story, we're going to hear what Frank and his group, we're going to hear what they're doing about it right now. That's about, oh, half hour, 45 minutes from now, we're going to talk to Frank. We have somebody loading cocaine into a Nespresso plant. We have Agenda 2030. It's this big scary UN thing. I have 8 trillion emails, all that and much more coming up on the world famous Jesse Kelly show, Chris. You know, freedom is not free. What? I just had to remind you. I know you've missed me. I know you've missed me. All right, all right. But first, let's dig into the. Oh, oh, and did I mention? Another Jew was attacked in America, vicious, violent attack. We're going to give you all the details. Well, all the details we could find on that. Oh, that's coming up. But first, I want to talk about something. And I want to talk about something serious. And it's going to sound broad because it is broad. But I, sometimes I feel like it's important to give you where I'm coming from. It doesn't have to be where you're coming from. But I want you always to understand this is how I feel about things. Over the weekend, Donald Trump... Gave a rally, and I want you to—I want you to know something. First off, remember last what was it Wednesday and Thursday I was gone. Wednesday and Thursday I was gone. I went down to Florida to watch the Two Thousand Mules movie about the cheating and the election. I'll talk about that a little later on in the show, but Donald Trump spoke before the movie. And the event was fun and awesome people and a blast. And I'm glad I went down there and I'm glad I got to hear Trump speak and whatnot. But I will tell you, I asked, it was a big group of us. I asked everybody when Trump was done speaking... What they thought when Trump was done. And these are all people uh, of various levels of Trump fandom. No Trump haters. Some guys, some absolutely worship the ground he walked on, which in my opinion is a little too much. Don't man worship anything. Some people just thought he was a good president. Not really sure. So it ran the gamut, right? And everyone to a man, when he was done speaking, we got together later on that night, everyone to a man, I asked him, how do you think Trump sounded? And some loved it. Some actually hated it. Some were in between. Every single person, though, the lovers and the lukewarmers, said Trump sounded tired. To which I kind of dismissed that. I'll, I'll be honest. I I dismissed it at first, not because I didn't think he sounded tired, but because I mean, my goodness, who knows what somebody's going through. Right, I mean, for, he may have the flu. For all I know, I don't know what he's going through. Maybe it's at the back end of a 15-hour day. I don't know. Maybe Melania was just writing him about something he screwed up. Who knows? You know, you just don't know. But I, I agree. He sounded tired. I just, it didn't strike me the way it struck them. All of them said he sounded so tired. And then he had a rally over the weekend, and he's made a lot of people, his fans, angry. And we're going to do a broad topic tonight because I I wanted to play this for you and I wanted to say what people were saying and then we're going to do something. We're going to pause and we're going to go somewhere else because I want to explain what I'm thinking. Donald Trump over the weekend made a bunch of people on the right mad, maybe made you mad when he got up at a rally and he said this woody
3: johnson a great gentleman you ever hear of johnson and johnson he owns the place i tell you what this guy's got cash like nobody's got cash johnson and johnson his incredible wife suzanne johnson whose family is very very close and she comes from ukraine so she's uh she has a little bit of a hard time with it but she's an incredible woman
1: now maybe you didn't hear anything wrong there I'll be honest, I didn't hear anything there that that took me back or offended me, but what I've heard a lot of is this. Okay, Johnson & Johnson. Uh, hey, Jesse, I love the Jets, but Johnson & Johnson, he's at a GOP rally. He's obviously introducing one of the main vaccine guys, talking about how much money he has kind of rubbed people the wrong way you heard i mean listen listen to how quiet the crowd is i've been to trump rallies they're awesome they're rock star events they're booming listen
3: woody johnson a great gentleman you ever hear of johnson and johnson he owns the place i tell you what this guy's got cash like nobody's got cash
1: i count more booze than claps there okay and then he brings up ukraine and what i've heard in response to this is a lot of bad stuff a lot of bad stuff about Trump, Many, mostly from Trump fans. I don't pay attention to the people who hate everything Trump does. Who cares about them? But I've heard a lot of this, and I sympathize with a lot of this. I've heard he's off message. I've heard, what is he doing? I've heard, what are his advisors telling him? I've heard, is Trump gotten too old? Is he out of touch? Has he heard it? And before I get to my take on it, I feel like it's important to set Trump aside and set the rally aside and set everything aside that has to do with 2024 and 2022 and the Republican Party and you and me and the New York Jets and everything else in between. And I I feel like it's important to assess where we are before we do any assessments about 2024 or Trump or anything else. Did you hear what the White House said? You probably did. In case you didn't. When the White House was asked about Supreme Court nominees being threatened, and I want to keep everyone up to date, just in case you've been out of it, I want to keep everyone up to date. Ever since they leaked the Roe versus Wade opinion that apparently looks like, we still don't know this yet, but it looks like Roe versus Wade's going to be overturned, the communists have gone crazy in this country, including targeting the homes of Supreme Court justices. That's violent, vile people out in front of your home. If you peeked through your blinds right now and saw 50 people all in black with masks on, some with what looked to be weapons, screaming at your home, looking like they want to throw things in front of your home, how would that make you feel? We now have that situation in the United States of America with Supreme Court justices. Maybe the easiest thing in the world for a president of any party to condemn, right? Just stay with me. This is all going to come together. Where are we at? Where are we at as a world? Where are we at as a country? The White House was asked about that. Here's what they said. It's about moving forward. These activists posted a map with the home addresses of the Supreme Court justices. Is that the kind of thing this president wants to help your side make their point?
4: Look, I think the president's view is that there's a lot of passion, a lot of fear, uh, a lot of uh, sadness from many, many people across this country about what they saw in that leaked document.
1: What? Hey, uh, somebody put up an address of the Supreme Court justices' homes. Uh, there's a chance that one of these guys might have an assassination attempt on them. Very real chance with this level of anger. What are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts, hey, there's a lot of passion. It's about moving forward. These activists posted a map with the home addresses of the Supreme Court justices. Is that the kind of thing this president wants to help your side make their
4: point? Look, I think the
1: president's view is that there's a lot of passion. That's, a, that's look, There's passion. Oh, okay, we're talking about possibly ending someone's life for disagreeing with them about a, a Supreme Court case. What? There's a lot of passion. Peter, what's your problem? There's a lot of passion. Okay, just pause there. Maybe, maybe Jen Psaki had a bad day. She is a ginger after all. What, Chris? It's fine. <laughs> all right, maybe, maybe Jen Psaki just had a bad day. But look, okay, let's go to Nancy Pelosi. Look, as big of a hag as Grandma Vodka is, at least she's been around the block enough to know it's pretty dangerous to leak the opinion and then leak their address.
5: Uh, Nancy, uh, Grandma, Grandma Vodka, what are are your thoughts? You are completely right. This cannot wait. That's why right now, instead of people going off on what, um, what the Republicans would like us to talk about, the leak, no, we're talking about
2: today junior
1: sorry you know what that was that was immature it was inappropriate i'm gonna play it again out of fairness to her chris i'm gonna play it again
5: you are completely right this cannot wait that's why right now instead of people going off on what um the today
2: junior
1: that's the last time chris it's the last time i'll do it i'm sorry i'm sorry I'm, i'm sorry i just I'm sorry. All right. I'm playing it.
5: You are completely right. This cannot wait. That's why right now, instead of people going off on what the the Republicans would like us to
2: (laughs) today, Junior, on
5: my life,
1: on my life, that's the last time I'll play the whole thing when I get back and I'll get to my point about Trump and where we're at and everything else. It's going to be a blast on the Jesse Kelly show. Before we get to that, did you practice this weekend? It's Monday. It's Monday. 10 minutes. You owe me 10 minutes. I owe you 10 minutes. We are going to be accountability partners here. 10 minutes of practice with your Mantis X system every single weekend. I'm not even asking for weekdays. You're not asking for weekdays out of me. I know life is busy. I know right now you may be scrambling with the kids. You may be on the subway. You may I, I don't know what you're doing. 10 minutes on the weekends not asking a lot to make sure you hit what you aim at. Go to MantisX.com. You practice inside your home. It attaches to your weapon. You will get better. They will put you through drills. They will give you guidance. You will be a better shooter. MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. I've got an animal inside of me. This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. need some place. The Jesse Kelly Show. And remember, coming up about 10 minutes from now, we have Frank Siller coming on the show to talk about Steven Siller. Heroes. New York firefighters. September 11th. What heroism means, what what giving back means. All that's coming up about all oh, 10-15 minutes from now. Stay buckled up for that. We have tons of emails tonight. We have cocaine at the Nespresso plant. All that and much, much more coming up on the Jesse Kelly show. But I want to continue with where we're going in case you missed it in the beginning. Trump is catching mass amounts of heat for being off message. That fair? Out of touch. Definitely over the weekend. Woody
3: Johnson, a great gentleman. You ever hear of Johnson and Johnson? He owns the place. I tell you what, this guy's got cash like nobody's got cash. Johnson and Johnson.
1: More booze than cheers. Hey, look at the pharmaceutical rep guy. Oh, man, look at all the money he's got at a Republican rally. How could Trump be out of touch? I, I Believe me, I'm going to come back to this. This is where I'm going. Before we get back to that, we're doing a Where Are We Now? I just played Jen Psaki beforehand saying, oh, look, I understand they leaked the address of the Supreme Court justices. Look, people are mad. Now, this is what Nancy Pelosi had to say. I mean, keep in mind, this is a major national security issue. Here's what Grandma Vodka has to say.
5: You are completely right. This cannot wait. That's why right now, instead of people going off on what um, the... What The Republicans would like us to talk about the leak. No, we're talking about your life, the life of women in our country and how we have, again, a calibration of all of this in Roe v. Wade and how we must have it be enshrined as the law of the land. They will make charges about it and we have to stay very clear, very focused about what it is and what it means in people's lives. This is a severe danger to women. It's a severe danger to the Constitution of the United States, and it's a severe danger to other rights of privacy that are in the Constitution. Okay.
1: Grandma Vodka isn't worried about the leak. What what leak? What? what Let's talk about women. Okay. That's that's, that's the White House Press Secretary. That's Grandma Vodka. Now, I'm going to play you one more thing. And we're going to have a serious talk about where we are. And I'm going to tie all this back to Trump. Just hang with me in a moment. And then we'll get to this uh, yet another Jew attacked in New York. And boy, do I have a little side story about that. But this was from CNN. uh, what What are law enforcement doing right now? We have all these violent protests going on across the country. People, the communists are so mad. What? What what are they worried about? Capitol Police are warning the far right is calling for violence against a religious group planning to rally for abortion rights. The the far right? Law enforcement's worried about the far right? Okay. One one just one last little thing. Have you ever heard of Agenda twenty thirty? Or the 2030 Agenda. I've heard it both ways a million times. I don't know what's actually official. Have you ever heard of it? I don't have time to read the entire 90 pages. I do want you to understand something. What I'm about to read for you is not something I got off the hidden deep dark web. This wasn't something someone came came up with in some random blog. This wasn't passed to me in parchment paper behind the scenes. This is very public. It's right there on the United Nations website, Agenda 2030. Specifically, this page is called Transforming Our World, the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. Now, there's a ton I could read for you. Again, it's a very long document. I'd highly recommend you go read it. But you should understand it has things on there like people were determined to end poverty and hunger in all their forms and dimensions. And to assure that all human beings can fulfill their potential and dignity and equality in a healthy environment, planet. You see, you already know where I'm going with this. Planet. We're de- I'm reading this verbatim. We're determined to protect the planet from degradation, including through sustainable sustainable consumption and production. Hmm. Sustainable consumption. Make sure you hang on to that for a second. Sustainability. Man- sustainability. Managing its natural resources. And taking urgent action on climate change so it can support the needs of the present and the future. Prosperity. Okay, well, this one will be good, right? They, well, they want you to be prosperous, I'm sure. This one says, we're determined to ensure that all humans, all human beings can enjoy prosperous and fulfilling lives. And the economic, social, and technological process occurs in harmony with nature. Look, I could read you all 90-some pages. It's got to be that long. I read them all. I would suggest you do it. But I will tell you, it's a lot of vague communist gobbledygook like that. Now, what does all that have to do with Trump? What is, in fact, what does Agenda 2030 have to do with Nancy Pelosi? What does it have to do with the government aiming at the far right? What's it have to do with Jen Psaki? I'm worried about Supreme Court justices. Well, let's go back to Donald Trump, because I am a Trump fan. Now, not a Trump worshiper. I will differ with many of you on that. I don't worship any man ever, nor should you. No man worship ever. We don't wave anybody's pom-poms here. We can look at the Trump presidency And say that was an excellent presidency overall, and it was obviously some huge mistakes, mainly handling COVID and personnel decisions, but overall a very excellent presidency. We can look at Trump challenging the system and forcing the system to reveal itself in its efforts to purge him, and we could be happy about that. We can and we should. But we also have to acknowledge something else. When we combine Jen Saki not worried about the lives of Supreme Court justices, Nancy Pelosi, not worried about it either. Capitol Police, FBI, NSA, CIA aiming their guns at you instead of anybody on the left. When we talk about Agenda 2030, which they're now trying to put into practice. This afternoon, the Secretary General and Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, will, sign a, will witness the signing of a Memorandum of Understanding on a strategic partnership between the UN and the World Economic Forum, which outlines areas of cooperation to
0: deepen engagement between the two institutions and to jointly accelerate the implementation of the 2030 Agenda.
1: The United Nations joining hands with the World Economic Forum for the 2030 agenda, which I was just reading you bits and pieces of. Before we get to where we're going right next, that's Frank Siller. Let me ask you something. Do you think we have time for games? We're going to talk to Frank Siller. We're going to talk about September 11th. We're going to talk about heroism, and then we're going to have a real heart-to-heart as soon as we're done with that. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I am very honored to have my guest on now. Everybody in the world, well, everyone of a certain age, I guess I should say now, has a September 11th story. Every single person listening to the sound of my voice certainly does. Some are a little bit more personal than others. The CEO of Tunnel to Towers, Frank Siller, joins me now. Frank, who is Steven?
4: Uh, First of all, thank you, Jess, for having me on. and. Steven was my youngest brother. He was a New York City firefighter who was married and had five beautiful children who on September 11, 2001, had a call to duty. And uh, he was just finished his night tour in Squad 1 in Brooklyn, which is close to a tunnel, the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel that connects Brooklyn with downtown Manhattan. And um, he was on his way home to play golf with me and my other brothers. He heard on his radio scanner what happened. He turned his truck around, got his gear, drove to the mouth of the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel, where it was closed for security reasons. The towers were already hit. And uh, he strapped 60 pounds of fire gear on his back and ran through that tunnel, which is almost two miles long, up West Street, into the South Tower, up those stairs, and while saving others, gave up his life. And uh, that just just speaks volumes of who Stephen was.
1: Why... Why are there some men – now, they're not common. I mean, I wish it was everyone, but you know more about this than anyone else. Why do some men run into a burning tower when everyone else runs away? Is that parenting? Is it – how do you – I have two sons. I'm, I'm asking for selfish reasons. I have two sons. I want my sons to be men who do that. How do I do that?
4: I, I don't know. It's in, it's, they're born with it. They have an inner desire to serve. They have courage beyond most people. And uh, I think God put them on earth to protect us, like our military and our first responders. They protect us, and uh, it's a God-given strength. So, uh, though I do believe that we're all born with that in us, and how do you bring it out is by serving uh, continuously throughout your life. Uh, You know, uh, my parents were uh, the best. They were the best, and they taught us at a very early age all seven siblings that, uh, you know, you're on this earth to serve others and don't be selfish and do for others. Um, and, you know, we all did that to a degree, but Stephen brought it to the ultimate degree where he gave up his life. So I think uh, you want your sons to grow up to be a fine and good Americans and human beings. All you could do is set a best example for them. And then given that opportunity, don't be surprised if they step up and Pay the ultimate sacrifice
1: themselves. Well, Frank. Speaking with Frank Ziller of Tunnel to Towers. Frank, could you explain? Because we talked a little bit about this, and we got together in D.C. Can you explain the do-good village? Because I, I, everyone knows what you guys do at Tunnel to Towers—paying off mortgages for Gold Star widows, helping out homeless veterans, and things like that. But this do-good village is not something I've never heard of anything like it before. What is it, and who came up with this?
4: Well. It came up with it is a person who donated all this acreage to us right outside of Tampa, Florida, Lando lakes. Um, it's a tremendous piece of property. We're going to be able to build a uh, hundred, uh, homes, uh, for our catastrophically injured service members. Those have given their bodies for our country. Uh, Jesse, you've met uh, quite a few of them. I know that. Yes, sir. Um, and, and then for, of course, for gold star families for these families that are left behind after their loved ones gave their life for our country. And we also have uh, full and first responder families in there as well because, you know, we pay off the mortgages for any uh, first responder that dies in the line of duty that gives, you know, their life for their community and leaves young children behind. So uh, so we we have so many of them and this land was given to us and uh, w- we thought that wouldn't it be like unbelievable if we could bring all these uh, many families together, 100 of these families together and, and live in this community where mm-hmm. they could share their Pain and share their hope and share their love with each other and build this unbelievable uh, rec center that that will be a focal point to bring these families together and and uh, and 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 try to enjoy life to the best you can. The life is altered and changed forever and you never really get over it. You learn to live with that type of pain. And but that being said, uh, the ones who go before us they want us to be happy and this is a way that that it can bring some extra happiness into these great families lives so we're so proud so proud that we're doing it we're going to give the first couple of houses away uh this this coming christmas we're you hmm. know we broke ground on it already and we're, we're we're uh we're moving quickly
1: i can't wait to lay eyes on it all right frank I, i've got to ask you a question that's probably a little sensitive but it's something that that's close to my heart and something that makes me angry I am familiar with the nonprofit or, or industry itself. I worked there for about a year and you get to know other people. One of the reasons I speak so loudly and proudly for Tunnel to Towers is because the money people give goes to where they want it to go. That is not the norm. I, I understand you may not be able to say that. I can say that. I've seen it. I hate it. Why is that so prevalent in our industry where people give, you know, 20 bucks to some great sounding cause? And it goes to line somebody's pockets instead of where they want it to go. It makes me sick. I hate it.
4: Well, um, yes, you know, there is good and there is evil in this world. And we're blessed and we'll talk about the good. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation, we live by a motto. It's the name of the village that we just speak about. is called the Let Us Do Good Village. Mm -hmm. And our our foundation is based on the premises that let us do good. Tunnel to Towers Foundation uh, this year's tax returns, uh, 94 cents of every dollar goes to our programs. <laughs> um, we're so proud of that. It bears, this foundation bears my brother's image and name, and we will hold it to its highest standards of any foundation uh, in, in America. And, we're, and we're, uh, we take it very seriously, and we have from the first day, 100% in transparency. You know, uh, it's, you you got to make sure when someone donates $11 a month, and that's where we ask people go to T2T.org and donate whatever they can, and a lot of people, hundreds or thousands of people, donate $11 a month to us, we want them to know that they $11 a month and where it's going. It's going to something very tangible, to a home, to mm-hmm. pay off a mortgage, or to build a smart home, or to build a home for our Gold Star families. People see where their donation goes, and it resonates with our donors and they want to be part of it, and they see the results. Like last year, we delivered over 200 mortgage-free homes, and we're going we're gonna to eclipse that number this year a, a lot more, uh, because more and more people have, have joined us, because they trust us, they believe in us, and they should, because their money is going to the right place.
1: Frank, finally, uh, we, we've talked a lot about Gold Star families, and when people bring that up, they generally think about the military. And I know you mentioned first responders earlier, but Watching what's happening to cops across the country right now, how they're under attack, the, the number of cops killed in the line of duty last year, worse than any year in, in, in decades. It's it's terrible what's happening right now with the cops, and they get forgotten and left behind way too much.
4: Well, I, I would say there is not one, and we're so proud of this, There is there are many great organizations. So even though there are some, like you mentioned, that mm-hmm. might not do, as they say, There are many good organizations, but there's not another foundation in America that pays off the mortgages of fallen first responders, you know, that leave young kids behind. Think about that commitment. And we made that promise. Tunnel to Towers, we made that promise that when someone goes to serve our country or our community as a first responder, most certainly police officers, because, you know, they're under attack, that they give their kids a kiss goodbye and they don't come home. Tunnel to Towers are going to make sure that family gets a uh, mortgage-free home. And we made that promise Every single one, not just last year, not just this year, not just next year, but forever. If they die and they give their life for our community and they have a young family left behind, they're going to uh, be a a mortgage-free home. And why are we doing it? Because you nailed it. It is just a travesty that's going on, and we better be there. We better better make a promise to these families, and we are. We made that promise to every first to failing, and of course, firefighters too, you know, because yeah, oh, yeah. my, my brother was a firefighter, but the police officers, law enforcement have been under attack, and, and we're helping more of them than, than firefighters for sure.
1: T2T, that's T and the number 2, T.org, $11 a month. That's what they ask, 11 bucks a month. You heard where it goes. Frank, it's an honor to speak with you, sir, and Stephen would be proud.
4: Thank you, Jesse, and good, hopefully I see you soon. Uh, you know, we have a concert um, Wild Horse Saloon uh, coming on uh, May 13th uh, we have Willie Shaw, Lee Bryce, Daryl Worley, Brantley Gilbert and Old Dominion and uh, we're going to honor uh, our military for Memorial weekend and also our Gold Star uh, families and foreign first responders so thank you for having me on here tonight
1: be good my brother God bless good man and my, I'm proud of him because that's not the case with a lot of charities believe me all right We still have a lot more Jesse Kelly show for you tonight. Let's talk about one of the scummy aspects of our society, timeshares. If you don't have one, you probably just shrug your shoulders. You don't know what I'm talking about. If you have one, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You get in these timeshares and so often they don't let you out. It's all this fine print in the contract and they tell you you're stuck for life. Doesn't matter that you don't use it anymore. Doesn't matter you don't want it. You're paying annual fees, special assessments for life. Well, at least you were. Now you can call Lone Star Transfer. Lone Star Transfer has helped 16,000 people, 16,000, get out of their timeshare. They guarantee the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a specific time frame. That's absurd. Give them a call for a free, no-obligation consultation. 844-310-2646, 844-310-2646, 844-310-2646, 844-310-2646, or online at lonestartransfer.com.
2: The Jesse Kelly Show. It is
1: the Jesse Kelly Show. And oh, man, it is, it is, uh well, there's a lot still to tackle tonight. Remember, we got Medal of Honor Monday coming up about 10 minutes from now. And we're going to get back to this Trump thing here in just a second. Now that we're done with all that of where we are, where we're going, what 2024 means, I did want to I did want to hit this really quickly. New York City man wanted for anti-Semitic attack in Brooklyn, and this is according to the New York Post. A Brooklyn man was attacked by an assailant who made anti-Semitic remarks before running off. Ooh, that sounds serious, right? Okay, very serious. The victim, 32, was walking near President Street and Utica Avenue around 3 p.m. Friday. He was approached by another man, punched him in the head, kicked him in the leg. Victim was taken to the hospital. Victim's fine. And I'm actually looking at the surveillance video of this person. And man, I can see this attacker clear as day. Which is interesting because the suspect is described as six foot three with a dark complexion, slim build, short black hair, and a beard. Hmm. Slim build, short black hair, beard, six foot three. All those things are, man, they're very specific, but dark complexion. I'm looking at the man. I have the surveillance video. In fact, if, if you pull up the New York Times article with this, you could actually watch the video. He's black. He's a black guy. Why am I bringing that up? You know, this has been something that sticks in my craw, so to say. I'm so sick of the complaining of everyone in the country about all the attacks, all the attacks on Asians. Should we start? Should we start a Twitter campaign? Stop Asian hate, guys! They did the same thing. Attacks on Jews through the roof across the country. Nobody wants to talk about who's doing it. Nobody. Even in this one, we have videotape of a 32-year-old black dude, six foot three. We have what he's wearing. I could describe for you right now in detail what he's wearing. It's a six-three black dude with a beard. He's described as having dark complexion. Stop asking me to care about the endless hate crimes if nobody wants to have a discussion about the tough cultural issues of our time. Cultural tensions, again, tensions between cultures, they're not new. Doesn't mean you're racist if you talk about them. They're as old as time. If we never talk about them, which we never do in this namby-pamby country now, they never get solved. Hashtags won't solve it. Saying there are hate crimes won't solve it. Who's doing it? Okay, there are a lot of black people assaulting Jews and Asians in the country. Why? Let's get the leaders of these communities together and discuss the tensions. But we can't do that because you can't even name them. So if you don't name them, you won't name them. Don't ask me to care. All right. By the way, <laughs> everyone's pointing out about the feds and the rate hikes and the inflation over the weekend. And I actually just had a conversation with a buddy of mine. He called me. He said, Jesus, have you seen inflation? The, the, the dollar that Biden wiped out my paycheck? And I said, buddy, I've been telling you. I've been telling you about Oxford Gold Group for how long? Don't, don't talk to me about it. Call Oxford Gold Group. I can't help. There's nothing I can do as powerful and amazing as I am, Chris. <laughs> I can't actually solve inflation. Buy some gold. As the value of the dollar goes down, the value of gold goes up. That's just the way it goes. If you bought Oxford Gold Group six months ago when I told you to, you'd be sitting pretty fine right now. They'll deliver gold to your front door. This is not going to stop. This is going to continue. Call 833 833- 994, 995 gold and tell Oxford Jesse told you to call. They'll deliver gold to your front door. 833-995 nine, nine, gold, 833-995 nine, nine, gold. Tell Oxford Jesse told you to call. Don't wait till it goes down. I mean, the dollar some more. Get gold delivered to your house. So you have something in your hands always worth something. Now let's get back to what we were talking about. We brought up Trump in the very beginning of the show in case you missed it. Trump making everyone mad by saying this at a rally over the weekend where it was met with more booze than cheers. Woody
3: Johnson, a great gentleman. You ever hear of Johnson and Johnson? He owns the place. I tell you what, this guy's got cash like nobody's got cash.
1: <laughs> okay, crowd, not exactly whooping and hollering. And then I played about the White House not caring that Supreme Court justices may have their lives target Nancy, targeted. Nancy Pelosi doesn't care. We have law enforcement aiming their sights at the right. And then I talked about Agenda 2030 for the U.N. If you don't believe me, you can go look that up. It's on the U.N.'s website. They're quite open about it. Which brings me back to my friends, many of them on the right, well, all of them on the right, to be frank, who are mad about Donald Trump being off message or seemingly out of touch. You're introducing the head of a vaccine company, And talking about how much money he has all at a time when these air fingers quote vaccines, the side effects are coming out and they're really, really not good. And people are bitter about the mandate still and all this stuff is ugly. Okay, let's set that aside. How could you you be that out of touch if you're Donald Trump? This is why I have said before and I will say now and I don't care if it makes you mad. I don't man worship. You men worship. Well, actually, you probably don't, but some people man worship. I don't wave anyone's pom-poms. I don't wear anyone's pajamas. And I'm the guy who went down to watch 2,000 Mules in Florida at mar lago last week and watched Trump speak. Remember, I like Trump. This is why I have said time and time again, we must have, we must have a crowded primary field for 2024. People ask me, who's your guy? Who's your guy? Are you a Trump guy? Are you a DeSantis guy? Jesse, you like Cruz? Actually, I like all, the, all three of those guys. I like all three of them a lot. What do I want for 2024? Competition. Why? Why would Donald Trump, who's always been connected to the base, he's always been wildly connected to the base. It's what he does so well. It was almost crazy how this New York billionaire, golden penthouse, how could he speak your language? How could he speak my language? How could he pull that off? How is Trump so in touch? I don't know how he was before, but he's not anymore. If he's not anymore, that doesn't mean we throw Trump out. Because I had a lot of people really mad at Trump about this. Oh, I'm done with him. Screw Trump. I'm done with him. I'm, I'm not there. Trump was an excellent president. Made gigantic mistakes. He was an excellent president. But it is why we need a heavily contested primary in 2024. Because I played all those Jen Nancy Pelosi, Agenda 2030 things for you earlier in the show. To wake everyone up so everyone realizes the stakes of the game are dire. Dire stakes. We are up against vicious, vile monsters. We are up against violent, murderous people. You've seen it with all this abortion stuff. We are up against demons I am not in this to protect my MAGA hat. I am in this to save the United States of America. And we need Republicans out there competing with each other, making each other better if we're to have any chance at all of saving this country. If you love Donald Trump, if you're a Trump guy, Trump girl through and through, fine, no argument here. I'm not criticizing you at all. You should want a primary so he can get back in touch and back on message. All right, we'll get some more emails. We'll get back on a lot of this stuff. We have more
2: insanity and we have Medal of Honor Monday. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do